Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Simply Vegan podcast with me, Holly Johnson, and my co-host, Gabriella Clark. Each week, we discuss the latest vegan news, taste test new products, and chat to some of the leading names in veganism. Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Simply Vegan podcast. We thought we'd kick off this episode by... Um, bringing you some good news it's the first no second of February that we go live with this episode and we've we've all had a bit of a bleak January haven't we Gabs (laughs) a little bit bleak to say the least it's been the longest January on record and January January is notoriously long anyway It is. Yeah, we've not been able to sort of see friends or family or go out for dinner or anything like that. So, it, yeah, it's dragged on a little bit, hasn't it? And um, I'm, yes. I'm, for one, I'm very happy that it's February. <laughs> so the first piece of good news is some research from Holland and Barrett that says 43% of vegans say they've noticed a boost to their energy after adapting Uh, adopting a vegan lifestyle with more than one third saying they noticed this within the first month so this first piece um this this first set of results did you find that Gabriella yeah I definitely noticed within the first say six weeks of going vegan I could very tangibly notice a difference for sure um and for me the benefits didn't stop at six weeks I started to notice my skin just kept improving or my energy levels kept peaking um so yeah the uh, the the positive effects came quickly but they kept on coming which is great so I'm not surprised but very happy to 
to see this in the research? Yeah, 47% of vegans say they noticed glowing or cleared up skin after adopting a vegan lifestyle, with more than a quarter saying they noticed this within the first month. Um, They've lost weight, 48% said they lost weight. 28% of vegans say they noticed an increase in libido, which is um, topical after we were chatting about this last week, weren't we, with the... um, interview with Pamela Anderson on uh, Good Morning Britain. Yeah, it seems to be the new uh, the new slogan for veganism. It does. Increase libido, which, hey, can only be a good thing. So, <laughs> exactly. yeah, but it's getting a lot of airtime at the moment. It is. So, yeah, so many benefits. Um, and, yeah, great to see it kind of, you know, in the mainstream media again. I, I mean, I, yeah, I definitely noticed... Um, the energy thing my skin took quite a while actually I've sort of suffered with rosacea which I think is I think I've worked out it's due to kind of stress and um, hormones but yeah it took for me it took quite a while I'd say maybe a year to start noticing difference um but then yeah, it's different for everyone, isn't it? And I think for some people, you know, for example, if you suffer from acne, dairy can really sort of fuel that. So I think, um, you know, perhaps if you're just cutting out dairy, then that would, you know, clear things up a bit mm. quicker. Mine was uh, more eczema related. And again, I definitely had a very mild case of eczema. Um, so lucky not to suffer in the way that some people do. But um it cleared that up very quickly for me. Um, I think it's just nice, isn't it, to read about all of the positive benefits of being vegan and tangible positive benefits because it's, you know, as a vegan, you live them, you know, you feel better, you have more energy, your skin is brighter. But often you're fighting against well where do you get your protein from and oh you're deficient in b12 or you're deficient in iodine and there's so many uh times I felt like I'm battling against what the negatives to a vegan diet are so it's it's lovely to see such a comprehensive bit of research that sings the praises of a really healthy and fulfilling diet definitely Um, The other piece of research that's uh, sort of hit our inbox this week is that nearly half of meat-eating Brits feel pressured to go meat-free. And this kind of um, divided us a bit, didn't it? We kind of couldn't decide whether how we felt about it. Um, 23% um, said their friends are most likely to be behind behind the pressure to buy into things like Veganuary and Meat-Free Mondays along with partners and parents. Um, Of those who've cut down their meat intake, 57% only did it to keep their partner happy. And 77% have managed to make it through the entire month in previous years. The rest only lasted until January the 13th. (laughs) Unlucky for some. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, should should people feel pressured to to go meat free or at least cut down? Do you know what? I think it's hard. I think we should all be feeling a certain pressure 
to be reducing our impact on the environment. But I think it's key where this pressure comes from. And I think that's where things like government bodies or governments and the media that we consume are responsible for educating people on just how much of an impact their diet can have on the planet. I think if it's coming from friends or family, for me, that's a bit more of a grey area. Um, and I think the results speak from them for themselves. If, if you're going into it just because you've been pressured by your partner, you're not really going to stick to it. It feels like a a punishment or something that you're doing you know just another diet that you're not going to enjoy um so I think if you're feeling aware that you need to take those steps to reduce your impact great but if you're just feeling like it's being forced upon you by other people then I just don't think it's going to have a lasting impact and in the long run it's not great for anyone it's yeah it's a tough one I mean I I have been guilty of pressurizing my husband um because obviously it's something I'm so passionate about especially with my Mm -hmm. job um yeah I mean you know perhaps we should just be leading by example um cooking people amazing meals I mean obviously at the moment we can't necessarily have people around for dinner parties but just kind of you know just quietly showcasing how um, fulfilling a vegan diet can be rather than trying to kind of persuade people um but it, it is difficult like you say it's it's not it's the environmental side of things like it, it's sort of like saying you know people feel pressurized to recycle well yes they should um mm-hmm. and okay maybe not going meat free but I think people should feel a little bit of pressure to um you know to cut down at the very least um finding that balance isn't it it's about everyone being aware that we have no choice but to start taking some responsibility and like you say people should feel the need to see where they can make positive changes in the same way recycling is now part of pretty much every household in the UK I would say um the (laughs) it's it's not necessarily needs to be the pressure to go 100% vegan and I say that as somebody who is 100% vegan loves it thinks it's the best thing I've ever done but I think the more it's forced onto people the less positive results you'll see from that Mm. it's I mean the other kind of side to things is health um you know, would I pressure a partner or a loved one to stop smoking? Yes, yes, I would. And I do. I mean, my dad smokes, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, I'm always telling him to stop smoking. Well, processed meats, we know, you know, if you just go to the Cancer Research UK website, you can see a chart there that puts processed meats in the same category as smoking Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to uh, cancer risk. So should I be persuading people I love to stop eating ham or bacon or sausages or pepperoni you know I, I kind of feel like I I want to because I don't want anyone to to get cancer and die mm. 
I think it's also how appealing the alternative looks. And like you say, leading by example is probably the the strongest way that can be achieved. Um, and research like the the ones we've just discussed from Holland and Barrett that talks about the positives really helps strengthen the argument. I think, unfortunately, for a lot of people, maybe the vegan brand, shall we say, or brand of vegans has had a pretty bad rep so far, either of being very pushy or it's a really boring diet or it's really restrictive or when you go out, you've got nothing to eat. So the more positivity around the movement in terms of what it can bring for you health-wise, lifestyle-wise, fulfillment, um, I think that's enough of a gentle persuasion rather than forcing and guilt-tripping people into it personally. Yeah, you're a better person than me, <laughs> better partner. <laughs> well, you are, you, Gabriella, you are a glowing, walking advert for veganism. I mean, you are just beautiful. So, you know. Holly, that's very kind, <laughs> as are you. I mean, it's a show. We've got a, we definitely don't have a Facebook podcast, shall we put it that way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm feeling, feeling pretty haggard right now. It's January. I'm pale. I haven't had my hair cut in weeks and weeks. <laughs> I was going to say, glowing's definitely not an adjective I'd use to describe myself. Gray, <laughs> lacking vitamin D. <laughs> Ship us off to Australia. We'll, look, we'll quarantine for two weeks and then just, you know, sun ourselves on the beach. <laughs> our days will come. Our days will come. Oh, I hope so. So anyway, our review for this week. So we were very kindly sent the new vegan macarons from Ladere. Um, It's a, a vegan gift box of eight that's £21.50 and available in their UK stores and for nationwide delivery from ladere.co.uk. Um, the flavours were Peruvian chocolate and coconut caramel. They've also launched a vegan chocolate coconut cake, um, which we haven't tried. But what did you think of the gift box? I thought it was beautiful, um, really beautifully presented typical Ladere beautiful pale mint green branding felt like a really special gift to receive definitely a lovely gift to send as you say £21.50 for eight macarons is a little bit on the pricier side but if you're looking for a kind of a special thoughtful gift then definitely an option and beyond that my goodness were they delicious it's great for Valentine's, isn't it? Mm. You know? um, yeah, or I really... Day, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I haven't allowed myself to think beyond February at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yes, March. Um, yeah, I love the um, coconut caramel flavour. That was my favourite. Mm. That was really nice. They're kind of, they're sort of slightly crispy, but cr- sort of just melt in your mouth, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, very delicate and light when you take them out of the packaging. But then when you're actually enjoying them, they almost had like a, a chewier, caramelly flavour and texture to them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think anybody would struggle to to recognise the difference between vegan and non-vegan. I certainly thought they were absolutely delicious and whilst it's been a while since I obviously had a dairy macaron 
Yeah. And for me, there was there was just no compromise in flavor and texture at all. So moving on, another thing that I tried recently was the, um, well, a little while ago, actually, the Tofu Co um, launched a new flavor range. So they've got they've got naked they've got now got smoked and teriyaki flavors um and they're all organic and what I love about these is they're not in too much water you know some brands that they're just soaked and it takes forever to kind of get all the water out Mm -hmm. these are fairly firm and dry already um I really like the smoke one as I said a few episodes ago I've um become a bit obsessed with things being smoked (laughs) I don't know why (laughs) um and the teriyaki was nice um something a little bit different so have you have you tried these ones Gabriella yeah so I'm yet to try the smoked one but I have tried the the naked version and the teriyaki and yeah totally agree the they're not in too much water and they're already quite firm which makes them really versatile um so certainly with the teriyaki because it already had that sort of flavor and still had that firmness we used it in things like ramen um or a hot kind of noodle dish um huge fans of using the naked one for scramble or roasting it so I think they're really versatile and bringing out these extra flavors is great because one of the most known things about tofu is that it actually tastes of nothing Mm -hmm. so having that pre pre pre-flavored there as for me a base I think you still need to add stuff to it um is great yeah they've also got some um some crispy southern fried bites tofu with tofu with taste is their um tagline wholemeal chunkies and uh spicy sweet chili bites so yeah, they've got loads in their range now. Um, mm. I actually did, uh, it was my mother-in-law's birthday yesterday. So we decided to have a little um, sort of Chinese party on Zoom, um, nice. sort of dinner party. And um, we were going to order Chinese. And, you know, when you just don't really feel like kind of, you know, sometimes it's quite oily, isn't it? And mm. not, you know, quite sort of laden with salt. So I thought, right, I'm going to make it myself um so yeah we did um and I'm not saying this is amazingly healthy either but we did (laughs) sweet and sour tofu which I've never done before and it did have it did have four tablespoons of sugar in brown sugar um but yeah it was really good it was sort of old school do you remember like um having you know with the peppers and the onion and carrot (laughs) it's really nice pineapple yes yeah with pineapple fresh pineapple um yeah so that was lovely and did it with um sort of fried rice with peas so yeah that was that was a hit with everybody um yeah so this tofu is just so versatile and it's only this last year I've really sort of got into using it I think there's just so many things you can do. And this um, this used corn flour to kind of make it crispy. So I think yeah. that's the secret to, um, to using it. We make a, I think I've mentioned it so many times, it's one of my favourite dishes we cook at home, but a sweet chilli ra- tofu ramen. Um, and we uh, roll the tofu in corn flour and then in sweet chilli sauce, Ooh. fry it off. And then it just sits on top of the broth once you've made everything else. But that corn flour gives it the crispiness. 
um, it's a really versatile ingredient to to cook with. It's just learning how to flavor it right because I completely agree. Alone, it tastes of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> well, can I come to yours for dinner, please? When uh, when we're <laughs> let out, because you said all your dishes sound so good. I just love kind of Asian food. I mean, I can't take all of the credit for cooking them. I am actually not really entitled to <laughs> hardly any credit for cooking them. That mostly goes to my partner. But yes, Holly, the vegan feast we, we shall be having with each other when we are finally allowed out of the confines of our own homes. Yay. It's going to be magnificent. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. It feels like it's edging closer, doesn't it? Slowly, slowly, but it surely does. we're going to get there. Um well, thanks so much, Gabriella. Next up, I um, I chatted to, last week I chatted to Mikey Pierce and Made in Chelsea's Verity Bowditch. Um, they were really good fun to chat to, actually. Um, so, yeah, they basically, they have teamed up to launch a chain of um, sort of healthy-ish fast food, vegan fast food. So, yeah, it's definitely worth a listen. Today I'm joined by Maiden Chelsea's Verity Bowditch and YouTuber Mikey Pierce, who have come together to start up healthy vegan fast food chain, Clean Kitchen. So how did you two meet? I think we met at a party. Um, and... Yeah, was it was at a party and then Instagram sort of took over. I feel like in lockdown, I was asking Mikey how like to, to do YouTube and actually have to do TikTok because I wanted to like take my Pilates business like onto TikTok and I did. I ended up getting a job and with TikTok. So thanks for that, Mikey. Um, I think that's how our relationship developed. And then... Yeah. Um, TikTok. Thing... Uh, and <laughs> yeah, so, so and then obviously I started Clean Kitchen down in Brighton and, and Verity being a, um, a, a, a vegan and also, you know, very much interested in kind of the environment and all the ethoses of the brand. I, I think I asked you to share it a few times and then, because uh, obviously being an influencer, you just got to, when you start a business, you've always got to hound anyone with a few followers. Please, can you share? Please, can you share? So I think Verity might have got a few of those few of those messages and then um yeah so I just think just obviously through like kind of you know going out and you know know a few of the same people and things like that so that's how we kind of got 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 meeting and things back in the day when you could go to bars and pubs and restaurants yes yeah (laughs) good old old days they will come again I promise you that's it this (laughs) summer we're, we're hoping this summer we'll all be back yeah fingers crossed so Verity, do you want to tell us about your journey? Because you have you been a vegetarian your whole life? Yeah, so um was actually raised a vegetarian, which can be a little bit controversial. Uh, occasionally I was given a little bit of fish for my amigos, uh, but very rarely. Um, but my so my dad actually still eats meat, which is very, you know, you know, one of those things. Uh, every, you know, you've got to respect everyone's beliefs. Um, but yeah, my mum is has, has been a vegetarian since she was about 20, I think, uh, raising vegetarian. Uh, and then at the age of about six, I remember my mum going, do you actually want to be a vegetarian? Like, is this your own choice? And having grown up uh, with like rescued sheep and we had a donkey once, we had a goat. Um, we've still got rescued sheep. I've had them my whole life and dogs and cats and chickens. I've just developed this really like strong bond with like having 
growing they're like outside in my garden um I was like definitely don't want to eat that and I remember her explaining like this is like you know an animal which I don't think at a young age many people well back back when I was seven got that education so I used to come to school and start talking about it at a really young age I remember the teachers being so perplexed at this young kid talking about like how around the dinner table that other people were eating animals um so yeah, that's where my, my main passion comes from, from being plant-based is through my compassion towards animals, um, really connect with them. As I grew up, I was confused why everyone else was eating animals. And then I was, my journey from like becoming vegetarian to going vegan, it, it did take me a long time. Um, so my mum took me to the Centre of Alternative Technology when I was really young. And I remember learning about um, like the farming industry uh, and like the contribution to being plant-based sustainability. So I, I had that on my radar from about 10 years old, which is crazy the way I'd been brought up. Um, but yeah, so the main reason why I became, when I went from vegetarian to being vegan is because of the animals. I used to cycle past uh, this farm near my parents' house and I just saw the calves trapped in those little cages that yeah. I didn't, I didn't know they existed, Mikey. You probably don't know they exist. So basically in the dairy industry, Mikey, these calves get taken away from their mothers. Like it's quite a, tor- a torturous experience, putting these little cages um, and separated from their mothers. I remember just cycling past it going, oh my gosh. And it made me trigger. I don't know what I'm doing here. Like drinking, it wasn't so much drinking the milk. It was like in cheese that I would, I'd eat. I'd cut out milk ages ago just for like nutritional value. Um, and I learned about the dairy industry and I was like, I cannot support this. Um, and as soon as I knew about it, that was a straight out cut for me. Um, but the harder things were sort of eggs, which I didn't know too much about. But then as you educate and yourself and like you stay open minded, that's when you sort of cut it out. But it's a journey. It took me a long time. It took me about two f- full years to become fully vegan. Um, but yeah, I never thought I'd be fully vegan, actually, looking back on it. But so, so happy that I made that change. And it's definitely something I'm proud of. So do your parents, because we had a little chat before we sort of started recording, didn't we? And realised that your parents, they run a farm, do they? So it's like a little rescue animal centre. My okay. mum does it. Um, so like for my birthday, I got like a giant rescued cockerel called Hogan. It's honestly this big. It's from my... Oh. It's up to your like knee. It's huge as cockerel. Um, and I got pumpkin for my birthday as well. Our latest little sheep. Um, and I've just, yeah, I've just been I've grown up around like she. Well, we'll have a little dinner party, and she'll go, "Let's bring Lulu in." I'm like, "No, don't bring Lulu in." And all of a sudden, the sheep's in the in the in the kitchen. Remember, there's one there's one time I was revising for my A level, so ages. I was upstairs, and I had this like. I was like I'm home alone who what who's downstairs I'm like this is really bizarre went downstairs and our pony Charlie Brown at the time was in the dining room and we looked at each other and I was like what are you doing like get out like left the back door open we're just like it just shows the bond that we have with the animals and like how familiar they are with us yeah, yeah. that's amazing and yeah like I said we we had a quick chat and it, it turns out that your parents are 10 minutes away from where I live so <laughs> Yes, I love that, Holly. Small world. So <laughs> when did you move out of Dorset then? Um, when I went to university, when I was 18, I went to London uh, for uni. Right. So I out. Still okay. here. So, Mikey, how about you? When did you go vegan? So, so I, I'm still completely learning. I'm learning every day. Um, I, I basically, when I was down in lockdown, um, I... 
I was I was a big boy back in the day. Uh, I, I I used to I used to weigh around eighteen to nineteen stone, um, and I when I was doing YouTube I was much bigger. I, I sort of now since now thirteen stone, so I lost about five stone, um, and it kind of really I really do credit that to my me cutting down on meat. But basically, my mother got got food poisoning uh, from chicken. And obviously, you know, being you know typical, I I, I was uh, I, I used to go out quite a lot and eat out quite a lot. I was quite a big meat eater. I used to you know devour a lot of food um, on you know Sundays if I was hungover or whatever. And then when I came down to Brighton, uh, my mum started to introduce me uh, with into a, like a plant based diet. So, so so she started giving me like um, instead of bacon sandwiches, she would give me this isn't bacon sandwiches. And then for example, like she would give me. Um, corn uh, spaghetti bolognese and things like that so it was through my mother and then through my ch- uh, training program that actually i found out the benefits of, of having a plant-based diet and i still slip up i'm open i i do i do still slip up now and again sometimes if anyone like you know now and again i i, I just obviously have been be eating meat and my whole life and, and things like that it's still i'm learning every single day and the likes of verity tells me off now and again to eating um sometimes <laughs> Uh, non-vegetarian uh, non-vegan gummy bears um and little things like that but i still i don't really eat red meat or anything like that now but you know sometimes with cheese if anyone brings out a cheese board they're like you, you but just just not thinking um and obviously every day is like uh, i'm getting better and i'm learning every day and, and it's really kind of um like really kind of changed my perspective on, on life and obviously with clean kitchen i pretty much eat clean every day um uh, so that helps <laughs> having a vegan restaurant as you're educating and learning. Um, but yeah, not the finished article yet, but getting there every, every, every month is, is, is closer to the step. Yeah, I think with Mikey's sort of story, it just shows that at, as at Clean Kitchen, we are inclusive to everyone. Like no, also like no one's perfect in life. Like sometimes people slip up. Um, so yeah, we want to make it quite clear that we just want to educate and you know, encourage everyone to, see the benefits of a plant-based diet which Mikey does really well we support everyone exactly I think it's not about just you know suddenly going vegan overnight and being perfect for the rest of your life is it it's about it's hard you know yeah yeah it really can be hard um you know I think some people can do it like that and other people it takes years and and like you say Mm. that's that's fine we need to support everybody and you know even if they're just trying to cut down their meat intake a little bit that's yeah, yeah that's what we try and always say with clean like for, for me like it's very much uh, the reason why I feel so passionate about it is and obviously I've seen a massive massive improvement in my life and my, my happiness and everything like that in terms of, of once I started to cut down on meat started to think about why what I was eating what I was putting into my body and things like that and actually looking at it and and and, and as a as a diet perspective you know I no longer kind of feel bloated or anything like that and I keep edit, educating myself and and with clean we want to be like look you know just give it a go be open to try different things because a lot of people think well I'm not going to try or anything like that but if you can just be open to try something as I said like uh, one of our vegan chicken burgers or anything like that you're going in the right directions because you might think well this is great this is easy to do and then you start to educate yourself and you open your eyes and you look into it more and you see all the benefits um so yeah it's it's for us it's like we're not you know we're not here to, to, to be like everyone should go vegan right now it's like look if you can cut down your meat consumption if you can make little steps in the right direction then we feel like we've done a good job with our company so what led you to set up clean kitchen then um so i was kind of at a crossroads in my life like i i i you, you, you very kindly introduced me as a YouTuber, um, but I was more of a former YouTuber back then. I, I kind of was doing YouTube for three years 
But it was fun. It was a lot of, it was a good time. We got to travel a lot and, and film different things with all your friends and everything like that. But it's kind of, you know, you get distracted in London, you, you know, you're partying and things like that and uh, living quite like a, a kind of a strange world because you're getting up and filming these videos. You're making money from brand deals. You're not really doing too much work. And then obviously, you know, you're kind of just, just, you know, you, you just have all your friends to do it and, and, and you kind of lead like, you don't really do too much. So I kind of finished doing YouTube around March time and I opened another business and it kind of got flattened by, by COVID. Um, so I was at a crossroads. I went down to Brighton, uh, my parents' house. And obviously that's when I started to go on my fitness regime. That's when my mom started to introduce me to a more plant-based diet. And I thought, well, maybe more people will get introduced to this. And then I met a vegan chef who basically said, who basically introduced me to kind of different things and everything like that. And then I was like, well, let's start a brand. Let's start a brand. It's impacted my life, but then also I can maybe impact other people's life by making it easy, making it accessible and make it, um, you know, delicious for people who like myself. It's a healthy fast food brand, isn't it? So how do you, how do you make fast food healthy? Well, I wouldn't say a completely healthy, you know, obviously <laughs> we have healthier options and, and we don't, we don't, we don't say it's, we don't say it's like, you know, our burgers are healthy by any means, but we, we kind of say, look, you know, our, our chicken burgers are lower in calories than the regular chicken burgers. We do actually have salads on our menu. We do have bowls and things like that. So, so, I think that's where Verity is coming quite nicely because obviously with Deliveroo and with the climate right now and with hospitality, it's tough out there, you know, and obviously you're competing with lots of different things. We started very small with just burgers. And then obviously when we moved clean to London and when Verity came on board as my, my co-founder almost, like we, we, I say co-founder because we, we really kind of changed direction with Clean Kitchen when Verity joined. And that's why I, I call her kind of co-founder because we're very much like a team. Um, but she was like, look, if I'm coming on board, I want to one – make sure you're serious about kind of the changes you want to make in terms of with the environment. But two, another passion of mine is health and fitness. And it's like, look, I want to work with a nutritionist. I want to do these healthy bowls. I want to do these healthy wraps. I want to add some salads in and we can be inclusive of everyone because, you know, burgers are great and it's good to have a burger once a week, but I want to promote to my audience and my people and, and, and be proud of the brand that also, you know, is a healthier brand. So, so all of our bowls are, and Verity, you can maybe explain, but all of our bowls yeah. are, are designed by a nutritionist and that is the healthy element. But also we're sort of saying, look, if you want a burger and if you're just still new to plant-based food, have a try one of our burgers because they are good. <laughs> Yeah, I think the burgers are what get people. We go, right, you you eat meat, you're a carnivore. Try this and tell us you can't taste the difference. Try this and and say, you know, oh, vegan food's rubbish and there's not that many options out there and, like, um, sort of put it down. And everyone who tries it absolutely loves it. But I think with our new bowls, that is the healthy direction of Clean Kitchen. Um, and I feel like I've nailed eating a plant-based diet. I've done it my whole life. Um, so I know that all the nutritious value need to get in there. I studied nutrition at university as well as part of my degree um so developing these new bowls with emily our nutritionist um they're, they're so much better for you and leading a plant-based diet um you're more, there's so many statistics out there as you know like um you're less likely to have cancer it reduces inflammation all the polyphenols in fruit and vegetables that source of antioxidants uh it stops aging stops inflammation stops cell damage um another one of my passions is sort of the cell biology behind it um so yeah that's why we believe you know plant-based diet is proven to be healthier for you than um, eating meats and our new bowls our new menu sort of wants to seize that so they're available on Deliveroo throughout yeah. London and Brighton still 
Yes, so so we just we, we're reopening Brighton. We just stopped obviously with this lockdown um, uh, because obviously it's it's you know as I said with Brighton we we we, were, we opened all summer. We recently shut just before Christmas. We're reopening in March along with our Box Park site. But yeah, uh, it's it's mainly in London uh, on Deliveroo at the moment. But we we just had our first. Uh, we had a, we had a meeting yesterday about our first uh, a flagship store. So we're going to well, all being well, fingers crossed, <laughs> we're going to open our first clean kitchen. We have we have obviously a box park which is semi physical site, and we have like a little side in Brighton. But our first clean kitchen flagship, uh, all being well, uh, and if everything gets tied up, we'll be in in, in Soho this summer. So it's it's, it's very exciting for us. We 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 got very excited yesterday. We did. You have to come down, Holly. An actual clean restaurant. We're so excited about like the future of twenty twenty. Also has an alcohol license as well, which Verity is very excited about as well. <laughs> I'd love clean, to. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to just be able to leave the house at the moment. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but no, that'd be fantastic. So do you have plans to roll them out sort of, you know, countrywide? Can I expect one in sort of deepest, darkest yeah. Dorset? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Verity, you're, you're, you're desperate for Bournemouth, aren't you? Um, yeah, well, Bournemouth is a perfect site, not too far from Dorchester. Um, yeah, it just really fits Bournemouth. So, so definitely something we're working on, isn't it, Mike? You're talking about Berlin, Cape Town. Yeah, really- so, so, so we, 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 we've been, it's been quite exciting, obviously, to, 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 to launch it just very small in Brighton and to see it grow into to, to multiple sites and actually to see people really enjoying our food and, and really, you know, coming on the journey with the brand and creating kind of a community-esque on it and, and obviously with that you know you get you get more offers and things like that we yeah we, we've we've got as i said the flagship to open up and then hopefully we want to franchise out into kind of you know uh multiple cities around the world almost so we, we don't think small a clean kitchen me and verity are quite we're quite similar in terms of like we both like have our goals where we want to hit and we, we both don't believe there's a ceiling for clean um because obviously the introduction of plant-based food is not going to go away now it, you know it's only going to get bigger it's only going to get better and I think with Clean, we, we feel we've got a brand that we're, we're proud of and, and Verity is introducing really, you know, genuine schemes to, to, to make the brand a better brand and also to, to be, you know, look out for, you know, the environmental issues and everything like that. So we think that we can scale it around pretty quickly, but we've already had a, a, a quite late discussions about opening a Berlin site as our site number two, which will hopefully come just after to Soho. And that would be kind of our... Uh, hopefully anyway our first franchise and then maybe potentially South Africa and uh yeah that's the goal anyway we want to we want to roll it around yeah we want to go big my my I love LA I'm a big fan of LA I've always wanted to live in LA and I said that's when I know that like I'm going to be super excited if we ever open a clean kitchen LA that's amazing aiming high you want you want Ibiza don't you Oh, yeah. Can you imagine Clean Kitchen Ibiza? I think for me, it's just the, the more countries we get into, the more people we're educating and opening their minds to how amazing and delicious and, you know, um, how easy you can get vegan food. And for me, the more plant-based burgers eaten over real burgers, I'm doing my right thing. I'm, I'm, I'm winning. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, literally, it, it, it's like, because obviously, like with, you know, there is two aspects of it you know we want to we want to put in great initiatives and everything like that but then i've still got to look after my 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 pnls and everything like that and my budgets and things so there's always a constantly a thing where it's like i'm looking at spreadsheets and i'm thinking okay right we want to do this we want to plant trees and everything like that we want to raise a lot of money for charity and then then you know i've got verity there going like we have to do this we have to do this we have to do this so it's kind of a quite a nice dynamic because then obviously like 
you know, Rosie, you, you care so passionately about. We're just doing a, a, a partnership with Compassion and Well Farming, something you care really passionate about. And obviously, we can't do this that often because you know we have staff and everything like that to pay. We've got to run a business, but we, we don't all of our profits of of a, of a certain burger to Compassion and Well Farming. And I said to Rosie, I said, look, how 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 badly do you want us to do this campaign? And she was like, Mikey, it's, it's, for me, this is not about you know, all the money, everything. We are raising money for this charity. And I was like, okay, fine. This time we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And obviously you know, we can ha- take a little bit of a hit, but then we'd feel good about it. So that's, I, that's, that. there's always that balance there. I love compassion in world farming. I follow them. Oh, on do Facebook. you? Yeah. And I donate to them. And, you know it. Yeah. I, it's one of those charities that, you know, you've got Peter, you've got you've got all of these you know amazing animal charities but they're doing such a good cause that really goes under the radar and I think it's just it really reflects on clean that we've chosen that charity to stop factory farming so if you're going to eat meat you know we can't change everyone free range organic read the labeling is something they're working on as well compassion world farming um, and just really getting the word out there how cruel it is because people yeah. don't know and it's no one's fault that they don't know it's just people don't speak about it so I'm, I'm glad you know well, about them yeah. We, we did a video on this and my mother um my mother rang me after and the only eat meat she eats is lamb um and i, I and my mum is my mum is the spitting image and this, the same person was pam from gavin and stacy oh so, i love pam <laughs> yeah the same. they're very very similar and she, she rings me up she rings me up and goes oh my god mikey i can never eat lamb again she's like verity is so lovely that's such a nice video um and, and We've now turned my mum because of pumpkin. Verity's rescued feet, and she no longer will eat lamb. So you know, it, it's just little things like that. It's, it, we just feel good. You know, it's just nice to do, I guess. But yeah, if I remember win. rightly. Doesn't Pam pretend she's vegetarian and then hides behind the counter and eats? Some <laughs> yeah, that's definitely be my mother. Don't worry, that is my mum. You need to keep I'll an eye on We've covered um, factory farming a lot in this series of um, the podcast. And, you know, a lot of people have brought up the fact that, you know, it's it's kind of the next pandemic waiting to happen, you know. And I think, you know, it's definitely a campaign to get on board with because not only are millions, billions even of animals suffering every single day, it's, it's going to, you know going to um spread spread the disease and we really don't want another pandemic do we yeah and exactly and also like, i think the rspca have been trying to stop live exports of animals for years i think like 50 years um i think i saw it on the crown i was watching the crown i was like what they've been trying to stop live exports for that long and it's still we're still trying to do it so just take it's a movement you know and i hate the fact of live animals all being trampled on top of each other going hours on journeys without any food and water it's torture and i, yeah. I mean i see animals as humans and not every, not everyone doesn't i know that and people think i'm a little bit crazy sometimes I'm Doctor Doolittle, um, but yeah, that's another, that's another thing that um, Compassion World Farming are trying to do as well. Yeah, well, it's great that you're sort of supporting these charities. Do you think that um, sort of people in privileged positions, such as yourselves and you know myself in a way, do you think we have a kind of duty to cut down on meat or even go vegan? Um, I know that I'm from a hugely uh, privileged background and I'm so, so lucky. Um, worked so hard, though, to get to this position. And Mikey has worked so hard to get clean to this position. But I think to re- have a real passion for the environment or compassion towards animals, it, it doesn't really matter your class or, or how privileged you are. Um, if you've really got that passion, um, 
is inside of you so like if you want to recycle it doesn't cost anything to recycle um food waste you know eat or eat all your food don't waste anything uh, small things like that trying you know be conscious of what you're buying um so it doesn't really matter i think what what position you're in um to that extent um but yeah i think everyone's got a duty if if you're if you're passionate about it and also um most of my diet is sort of lentils and pulses, which are so cheap. You can get them from any supermarket. I know some of like the artificial meat substitutes uh, can be quite expensive, but I, I Tesco do like the most amazing vegan sausages now and they're cheaper than normal sausages. So I'm just happy that, you know, the variety is out there now and it's accessible to everyone. Yeah, it's definitely getting easier, isn't it? And, and places mm. like Iceland are getting on board with it. You know, they've got sort of fish fingers and, and cheap kind of cheaper um, meat replacements um so yeah um so obviously we're at the end of January now this is our first uh podcast of February um hopefully lots of the participants will sort of continue on their journey what advice would you give for for new vegans Oh, uh, I would say don't give up, you know, and also, for example, don't if you if you do slip up, then let it just be like, okay, fine, don't feel bad for slipping up, be like, right, let's just get back on the bandwagon and get back, you know, get back to it. Because I, I think a lot of people go like, okay, you know, they go, oh my god, I've, I've, I've you know, messed up or whatever, I'm just going to go back to my ways or anything like that. It is, a, it is a slow process. So I think like little steps and baby steps and and and, and you know, be open-minded about it and then therefore you can you know eventually you'll see the benefits eventually you can get there and build build up slowly because you know as i said it, it you know if you're going all or nothing it's it's it, it's tough but you know there is ways of like slowly slowly you know changing things swapping things and, and and slowly introducing it to it and learning more educating it so yeah i, I think that's that's the same with me just, just don't don't give up keep keep going and keep you know benefiting from it what about you verity um I think first of all if you did the whole of Veganuary well done that is a huge achievement honestly um even Mikey slipping up eating his his non-vegan sweets didn't know about it it's, I mean you're learning the whole time you're like oh I didn't know that was I know I know I got done by the I was actually that was a mistake though I was doing so well <laughs> I got done by someone was like oh you know I did that yeah I didn't realize I thought they were they someone told me they were vegan and then obviously they weren't <laughs> But Verity was in the room as well. She was furious in the corner. <laughs> I wasn't furious. I was just, you know, I wouldn't need to do so well this whole veganuary thing. Um, but you've you've almost done it, kind of. Haven't yeah, you? I've almost done. Woo! See, well done. That's impressive. Um, I think just learn from your veganuary experience, taking it into February. It's so easy to go, yeah, one month challenge done, and then let all the bad habits creep back into your life again. But learn what you found what made it easier for you so was it stocking up your fridge with loads of amazing like vegan food so you didn't have the temptation of eating meat um was it like you're learning each week to make a new recipe um so I think just like learn from what helped you in January and continue that through February lovely thank you so last question if you could turn one person vegan anyone in the world who would it be uh, I think I think pro, pro, uh... Before the election, Trump, but he's irrelevant now. So I think he, 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 he yeah, literally, we don't, we don't want to even talk about him. But I think maybe like, I don't know, I don't know, someone, I don't know, who, who would you say, Verity? Who would you, one person? Well, I've got two. First of all, my dad, so I don't have to come oh, home and watch like 
animals being slaughtered on my hand. Anyway, um, oh, I was thinking someone with a really good, uh, some someone who people look up to. So maybe someone like David Beckham, someone who thinks, oh yeah, he's, Beckham he's healthy. Went vegan, right? Vegan. He's, I think he oh, is vegan. Well, he's, 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 he went for a month, or like he's he's getting there. I think obviously, like you know, you want to go like maybe like Boris Johnson if he became vegan, yeah, go go for the top. Why not? You know, because then therefore they would put in policies and things like that which would benefit. Um, you know, animals and everything like that. So I think you've got to go for politicians, right? Politicians yeah. or someone who people... Piers Morgan as well, right? He's, he, he, you can do with him turning him vegan, right? <laughs> definitely Piers, definitely Boris. We're <laughs> challenging them to go vegan, even if it's just for a month. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Open, open your eyes. You know, open your eyes. Don't be narrow-minded to us. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. We were actually, you know, quite thrilled to be honest. It's our first podcast together, Mikey. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. Our first podcast, <laughs> love it. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to visiting Clean Kitchen when we can, Ooh. which will hopefully be spring, summer 2021. We're aiming for, we're aiming for June, so uh, okay. ho- hopefully Holly will be having a couple of clean margaritas outside the site on oh, uh, my God. in June. That would be incredible. I'm just Goodness. picturing yes. it now with the sun on my face. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, literally, that's what I, I do. I, I, we, we're, we're quite big runners. We both run quite a lot. And uh, I always visualise, like, opening that site and, uh, you know, in the sun, outside. Verity, have you, have you got lost? Have you, have you run off? No, I'm just going to put it on my Instagram if that's okay. Just get my phone. Oh. Um, no, so, 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 so yeah, that I always visualise opening that site in the summer, outside, with a nice, a nice clean gin and tonic. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Well, thank you so much. And, um, yeah, take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Simply Vegan podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media. Follow us on Instagram at Simply Vegan Podcast and at Vegan Food and Living. See you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.